started as any other day. Welcome back to another What the Actual Fuck episode of Macabreality Bites. I have Matt the Council with me as always. How are you today, sir? I'm doing well, buddy. How are you doing? Doing good. Afternoon. Sun shining. Yeah, it's cold though. It's very cold. It's, it, it's one of those days it looks nice, but it does not feel nice. Yeah, it should be springing right now, but it's well wintering. You're you're kind of right, you're kind of wrong. So it's, it's that time of year. It's March where it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, it was warm last week. Now it's cold again. Yes. But it's coming. We're not that far off, baby. Just a few more weeks. Yep. It is the time of year where you, like, take a jacket to work, but then, like, you leave it in your car and you end up having, like, seven jackets in your fucking car. Because if you're like me, you don't bring them inside when you get home. Yeah, no, I'm not like that. But um, it's it's the type, it's the kind of, it's the time of year when you have to bundle up in the morning and then by the afternoon you're, like, down your t-shirt because it's so hot. Yeah. You're like butt ass fucking naked. You're like, you're, like, you're in a tank top. You leave in like a your scarf. boxer briefs and a pair of flip flops. A scarf with some gloves. <laughs> flip flops. You still have the flip flops though because that's how, that's you. It's just mm-hmm. you. Well, you wear those under your snowshoes in the morning. <laughs> Inside of them, yes. Yeah. Under the socks? Uh, yes. Perfect. So it's, right. it's, very, it's very tacky to wear flip flops, uh, socks with flip flops. Uh, but that's if you're wearing them underneath the flip flop. If right. you actually wear the socks over it, it's it's very classy. Yes, yes, and it keeps your flip flops clean. Yes, mm-hmm. that's, and that's the idea. Your socks aren't supposed to be clean. That's right. That's right. I'm glad we cleared that up uh, right off the top. Yes, and uh, that makes me Josh, and I'm blazed and blessed, of course, of course, as always, as always. If you remember, we did an episode of Bites where people made the decisions um, all by themselves to put them in their final resting place. And I believe that was two episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and we called it, uh, you did this to yourself, part one. Well, we're back, baby. We're back. 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 We are back. All right. I couldn't say the name there, but you know, it's the, mm-hmm. the street. Right. Bull. You can't say Backstreet Boys? Oh, my. Sued. We're sued. I think you can say it. You could say the name. You just can't sing the song. Backstreet. Did I do that backwards? Back. <laughs> Yeah. Did I do yeah, I think that I think actually come on. Yeah. Just doing the, the melody will get you sued. You can just say their name. So you're doing the opposite Let's of what do, Well, can we do this then? Hmm. Front roads here. All right. <laughs> yes, let's do it. All right. We might cut that one. But uh <laughs> So yeah, we are back and we are very clever. So this one's called You Did This to Yourself, part, part two. two. Enjoy. Enjoy. Our first bite is titled Dope on a rope. This happened in the, dope. in the UK in 2008. Oh, economic crisis. Am I right? Uh, yeah, you're right. Headline. <laughs> headline is you really showed her. A wealthy businessman decapitated himself after running up insane debts to get back at his estranged wife. Got her. Like buying a hundred thousand dollar car. Um, a uh, like hundred thousand dollar Aston Martin. Yes. An Aston Martin. Not just any car. Yes. An Aston Aston Martin. Martin. Gerald Mellon, 54, tied one end of a rope to a tree, then climbed into the 
open top of the Aston Martin DB7 again. Oh, a, a DB7? Yeah, $100,000 car. Yes. Folks, this isn't just an Aston Martin. This is an Aston Martin DB7. And the other end of the rope went around his neck. Ooh. So here we are. This man One end tied to a tree, mm-hmm. other end tied to his neck well, while he's in his car. Let's go back a little further, though. He hates his fucking wife, like really hates her. His estranged wife. Yeah. So they, they're they not divorced, or are they divorced? People are estranged when you're a stranger. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Yes, yes, I do. I'm trying to, I can't try to remember the next slide. I can't fucking remember. Yes. Yes, I do. Uh, and he, yes, so he climbed into his DB7. Mm-hmm. Tied one in around a tree, tied one in around his neck. Mm. This is to show his wife. I don't like wife. where this is going. Then he accelerated into one of Swansea's main roads and met his grisly end as the other drivers watched in horror. Yeah, and Swansea, I believe, is in Wales. You're exactly right. Yeah. It is in Wales. That's, uh, like, that's, that's killing yourself with gusto right there. That's making a real performance of your suicide. He's to getting, do it like that. Getting back at his wife, like you got her. That's why. That's why the title is, "You Showed Her." Like he, she's like elated because this guy's obviously a psycho. Like right. you gotta be right. And he he's tried to spend all of his. Okay, we're gonna get there. I'm sorry. I'm getting I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, don't get ahead of yourself. Yeah, literally ahead. Get it? Okay. An inquest heard after his death stated that shortly before his death, Mr. Mellon had canceled his life insurance policy because he hates his fucking wife once again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, obviously. Um, that's what this is all about. That's what it's all, yep. It's like the hokey pokey, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, it, mother, well, that's not what it's all about. The hokey pokey, that is. This, oh, getting your right. head ripped off by your Aston Martin, that's is what, what it's, it's all about. about. You put your head in. Mm-hmm. You, you don't take your head out. You tie the rope about. You put the car in gear and you rip your head right out. <laughs> you, you cancel your life insurance policy and you turn yourself about. And that's what it's, it's all, all about. Do the hokey pokey. <laughs> Woo, do the ho, 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 hokey pokey. Hey, we're doing the. Okay. All right. All right. Quit fucking around. All right. His wife, Muriel, told the inquest. Muriel. 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 We had split up and been to court. He wanted to walk away from he wanted me to walk away from the farmhouse and the business and leave me with nothing. Real quick, Muriel 33. It's a pretty significant age difference between these two. He was 54. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And they had two kids together. That is another thing that should be mentioned. Um, the wife explains, quote, "We met in a pub after a court hearing and he started having a tantrum. As we made our way back to the cars, he opened the boot, which is a trunk, mm-hmm. and said, there's my rope. There's what I'm going to kill myself with. I told him to grow up and give me the hey, rope. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. He just we're in fucking We're in fucking Wales here. Okay, go for it. You go, go, go. Wait, 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 wait. Do you want to be the wife? Let's do this. Do you want to be the wife or the or the man? Um, I'll be the wife so I can lead it off. Okay. All right. We met in the pub after a court hearing, and he started having a tantrum. As we made our way back to the cars... He opened the boot and said, There's me rope. That's what I'm going to kill myself with. I told him to grow up and give me a rope. But he just laughed. Ha, 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 ha. And seen. That was, you know what? I really like that. Swansea's coroner's court heard that 
she and Mr. Melon. That was a great 80s sitcom. <laughs> Swansea's Corner Court. <laughs> like Night That's Court. one of my favorite uh, shows. Swansea's Corner Court. It came Court. on the BBC. Oh, my God. Okay. Swansea's the BBC 2, that is. <laughs> Swansea's Corner Court heard that she and Mr. Melon had been in the court the day before his death where she was awarded an extra 100 euros a week. Pounds. Pounds. Thank you. Yep. God. No problem. It's okay. Hey, where, hey, hey, it's okay. That's it's why okay. you're here. A yeah. hundred pounds a week from him to help with running her house and her kids, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. So he was throwing a temper tantrum over an extra hundred pounds. And believe me, I've seen this in real life. Yeah. Uh, wow, people really, really oh, yeah. hate paying money to their exes. Like they hate it. Yeah. And not because you have an ex that you did that with, just to clarify. No, 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 no. I, <laughs> yeah. I used to be a lawyer, yes. and uh, yes, people hate paying money to their exes, even if it's in the form of child support. They really, they're like, they don't like it. Yeah. So the estranged wife recalls getting a text from him that night or the night before the in- incident, saying, "Congratulations, XXX," and I guess that means kiss, 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 mm-hmm. or I, I like see. death, pretty much. Yeah. So like, congratulations, it's death, triple X. Was he calling himself triple X at that point? I think so. Mm-hmm. And it was the last time she heard from him. And yeah, so and he did this as an act of revenge. Yep, against her for leaving him. Yep. So and he did not want her to have any money. No, he spent a hundred thousand dollars on a car. He just drained the account. He just was running up bills everywhere, and then throwing temper tantrums. That's I mean, it's just being a little bit too spiteful, in my opinion. Yeah, and that's just my opinion. Yeah, the lesson learned here is if you're with somebody and they and they cancel their life insurance. You might be in trouble, so just you might want to pay attention to that. Big red flag. Yeah. If you're with somebody and they get a huge life insurance policy on you, also, <laughs> you might also wanna, red flag. That's redder. Even flagger. redder flag. That's a redder flagger there. Yeah. So that's the lesson learned there. Um, my and, lesson learned uh, is killing yourself is a terrible way to get back at somebody because you won't even know if it worked. Yeah, just kind of. You like don't the, get to enjoy it or anything. Right. Kind of like the guy on part one who cut his own head off because he was didn't want to Despite move out his, his face. Building. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. And we so we move on. As the winds of time. Blow. As, the, as the times turn. Seasons change. Time marches on. Our next bite is titled <laughs> Anal Cunt. <laughs> Happened Rhode Island. <laughs> you said that exactly in the right way. Rhode it's the only way you can say those two words together. Uh, anal cunt. I felt weird saying it, but this was in 2018, and the headline is, a Musician's in, Last Tune. Ro- this is Rhode Island, 2018. Yeah, Rhode Island. Okay. Josh Martin, 45, guitarist of Defunct. Not to be confused with Aston Martin, <laughs> or the, Aston from, Martin DB7. From the first story. From the previous story, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Good, you know what? Good call. Yeah. But there will be a Martin in every story. That's the that's the uh, macabre reality guarantee. Okay, we guarantee that. Sure, yeah, we'll guarantee that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, there will be. Okay, all right. Well, Josh Martin, 45, guitarist of defunct grindcore band Anal Cunt, passed away after falling from an escalator at the Providence Place Mall in Providence, Rhode Island. How do you manage to do that? Well, Martin fell off an escalator from the upper floor to the food court area around 10.45 p.m. and suffered severe head trauma. And I think that we've all been super, super hangry before, but... Um, I've never jumped from a fucking escalator to get to the food court. Hey, buddy, you can't eat if you're dead. Can't eat I mean, if you're dead, buddy. You can't eat if you're dead. Um, so 
Yeah. So I would either go down the stairs or the escalator, but I don't know. Some people just throw themselves into the food court. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Those little Chinese samples, they don't last very long. So Yeah. And they're delicious. They are. Orange chicken. You got general I, so, I think so. you can just go to the food court and just walk around taking samples and just keep going in a certain number of laps and you'll have your lunch. Yeah, you and can you, absolutely. And then yeah. you can go. So one witness told police that he reported seeing Martin, quote, clowning around and riding the rail of the escalator before falling and hitting his head on a table at the food court below. <clears throat> a couple was on a romantic date at the Sabaro when the guy very nervously asked for head and boy, did he get it. Well, you know, he's a bold guy asking for head at the fucking food court in yeah. the mall. And, so, you, and when you ask, sometimes you and hear what you ask for. He received. And uh, just imagine this scenario here. You're at, you're at Sabaro um, because that's where everyone ends up because Chick-fil-A line is way too fucking long usually. Sabaro has nobody in line. Right. Ever. Well, you know, if it's there, it's kind of when like Michael Scott... Went to New York. And he's like, I'm going to take you to my favorite pizza joint. <laughs> I'm for a New York slice. And he runs to the Sapporo. You're sitting there by yourself. You really, you got a band together, right? But you're just missing a key piece. And it is a guitar player. And that is a key piece to a band. You need mm, one. Right. And then you say, God, God, please. I promise to be good. I promise anything. And just give me, send me a guitar player right here, right now. And boom. Somebody just falls from the fucking escalator. Right onto your table, mm-hmm. and but he's dead. Yeah. So. So that's kind of like where sometimes where God shuts a door, He also shuts a window. He does, but you know um, what you did? You want? You didn't be specific, right? You I mean, you specific. got what you asked for. You didn't pray for an alive one, and that that was the issue there. If anything, I mean, that's amazing uh, delivery time. <laughs> I mean, that blows yeah. Amazon out of the water. Yeah. But you do feel silly. You're just sitting there and feeling kind of like, silly. Then you're like, God. Wah, wah, wah. Just got to be more careful next time. Mm-hmm. And you do finish your Sabaro piece, even though. Oh, well, yeah. It, it's been Listen, under a heat lamp. Sabaro is a rare treat. So when you have one, you're going to finish it. I went to the Bahamas once and uh, we went and ate, like, you know, what was around. And the only well, thing, like, kind of. Not good. Yeah, it wasn't great. And then the only thing kind of that we knew of was the Sabaro. So we went yeah. there like four or five times. <laughs> and yeah. it's not great, man, but it is no, pizza. And it's you know pizza. pizza. It's it's pizza. It'll get the job done. It gets the job done. Uh, Martin was kind of an asshole, though, I do believe. Clowning and round on a fucking escalator rail, I think you have well, to be an asshole to you do know, that. He was, he was a punk. He was a grindcore I'm not totally sure what that yeah. is, but I can imagine like I'm thinking like crust punk looking dude. So you know he's being his punk self, and yeah, grindcore. We're talking about people have died doing dumb shit. Remember, oh, like, yeah. people people died doing planking and that kind of stuff. Well, that that's what this pod's about, bud. People do, die doing dumb doing shit dumb every shit, fucking Tuesday. Just die doing crazy shit. Yep. So Martin received some attention for heckling Gene Simmons of Kiss during a presentation in East Providence. He was sitting in a balcony seat at the Rhode Island Comic Con when Gene Simmons was attempting to play a song. Martin then started screaming cunty things like, go ahead, Matt. Um, and where is he from? He's from Rhode Island. Oh, Rhode Island. What is, what's the Rhode Island accent? Do you know? It's kind of, kind of Boston-y. Um, Boston, Boston, safe harbor. Is this a fucking joke? Shut up and play your guitar. 
I didn't pay to see a politician. Ace is better than this. Gene Simmons then asked for the lights to be turned on and walked through the crowd to get a better look. And then Martin was ejected from the venue. So what's the lesson learned here? You just don't fucking play you don't, on escalators. No, you don't play on escalators. And you don't want to be known for heckling somebody. Yeah, but I do agree with him on this because I do not like Gene Simmons. I don't like him either. I don't um, like Kiss either. But I would, I would want to be known on my own merits than for talking shit to somebody else. You know what I'm saying? So... So, so he, yeah, he he fucked up. Like, so yeah. you can you can you can hate Gene Simmons and heckle him, sure, but that's not cool. That's not cool. But it, I'm saying, and I'm sure that's not what he wanted to be his yeah. thing either. He just fucked around and got himself killed before well, he could make well, a name for himself. I was gonna say, let's let's be honest. He he's in a guitar. He's a guitar player for a band called Anal, Anal Cunt. Cunt. He heckled Gene Simmons and then he died r- sliding down an escalator rail. He's a fucking. He was generally not a great decision maker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. So, lesson learned, make better decisions. Make better decisions. Don't be Josh Martin, but do... Do be Aston Martin. Do be Aston Martin. Do, do, be, do be Aston Martin. Do be Aston Martin. That is, <laughs> that is my fucking kind of car right there. Hey, man, which kind of doobies you got? Do be Aston Martin. It's like the do, best doobies out. Do be Aston Martin. Our next bike <laughs> is titled The Lion, The Ronald, in the wardrobe. This also happened in the UK in 2004. The headline is Death by Wardrobe, or was it? Boom, 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 boom. This is the story. Ronald McClaggish. McClaggish. McClaggish Martin, 51, died after being. See, we got another Martin in there. Mm hmm. Yeah, uh, I died. Oh my god! Yeah, you almost didn't my say mouth. his full. You almost didn't say his full name. It's Ronald McClagish Martin. Ronald McClagish Martin, fifty-one, <laughs> died after being trapped inside of a wardrobe for a week. A wardrobe in the bedroom outside had fallen over, trapping him inside. In an effort to free himself, McClagish Martin accidentally wrenched a water pipe from the wall. And the water gushing from the pipe eventually caused his death from bronchitis. What the fuck? His body was not discovered until two weeks later. Now, that is the story, okay? Right. Okay. But is there any more? But wait, there's more. Oh, my God. Mr. McClag- Mr. McClagish's Martin's brother, William McClagish Martin, <laughs> 54, called on detectives on Tuesday. <laughs> Usually I take the days out. I'm- Called on detectives to reopen yeah, the call, investigation. Yeah. Called on detectives to reopen the investigation, saying he had evidence which pointed to a more sinister scenario. Bum, bum, bum. He says, quote, my sister Christine, who is 56, was the last known person to see him alive as far as we know. Interesting. Mm-hmm. She saw him about two weeks before his body was found, and he said, nope, and he had a cut it's, across the bridge of his nose and bruises on his face. Ooh. Yeah. My brother told my sister that he had been in a fight with somebody. In his house, things had also been smashed up. Stuff was thrown, and there were pictures, picture frames broken, and things like that, he goes on to say. Mm-hmm. I also found blood on the fridge, blood on the frame of the door where the cupboard was. So, had somebody roughed up McClagish Martin Ooh. before he... Did he... So... So he died of bronchitis. I thought he was going to be drowned in his wardrobe. I thought that's where that was heading. 
Well, he was essentially, but it could have been somebody threw the wardrobe on top of him instead of it falling over some other way. Right, but he said apparently he died of bronchitis. That's such a weird. Oh, right. Isn't that that's like a long term? That's such a weird way for him to die. Well, he was given, in the water for two weeks. Given apparently he was beaten up first, and then was locked in a wardrobe for two weeks. Uh, that that was flooded, and then he dies of bronchitis. <laughs> Be like he, he died oh. of cancer. <laughs> at the like, it's weird. <laughs> So so, hold on. You think he would, somebody locked him in the wardrobe? Well, I mean, maybe because uh, if we over? if we went along with what his brother and sister yeah seem to be saying that right. he looked like he got beat up, then yeah. that's possible. Yeah, I mean, no, how I think, how else does it fall over? Like a wardrobe is right. a big piece of furniture, right? You had to. Be, was he in a wardrobe and it got knocked over by another wardrobe? You know, like wardrobe dominoes. Right. I'm not sure. Because then that's like, did the guy move a wardrobe into position to, to close oh, it up? Was he, I mean, why would there be two wardrobes uh, right next to each other? No, there's only one, I think, from the story. But So it's just some other piece he, of furniture. That that's a good call, though. He could have It, it could have fallen on him if he was moving it for some whatever reason. Right. Or somebody could have put him in it. But why would there be blood on the fridge if he never got out from underneath the wardrobe, you know? And why, right. would, his, why would picture frames be off the fucking, be broken off the wall? Exactly. Some, somebody went and rubbed his house up. Exactly. Was it the sister? She was the last one to see him yeah. alive. Is the sister? Is it another situation like where uh, you remember the the lady that wouldn't let her get, husband get out of the pool? Yeah. And we're like, how is that even possible? Yeah. It's because she used to be a man. Yeah. I mean, it could be, or maybe Mr. McClagish Martin is. Maybe she beat the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. And he was a little, little woozy doozy, and she and she just pushed it over on him. What else we got? Um, the police kind of kind of took their, you know, their their worries and reinvestigated, and they said they have no evidence of foul play, which is interesting. So now now it's like, did there was there actually blood on on the garage door or not the garage door, the fridge door? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so I don't know. So they they don't they have got nothing. So they think it was a accident, accidental death. I, I they think the police think it's an accidental death. Right. So how now? How does he get a wrench though? If he's underneath the fucking wardrobe, he's reaching around. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Man. There's there's just more and more questions the more you dig into this story. It is. I don't like it, but we do know that he did die of bronchitis. <laughs> That's the that's crazy. the most confusing thing of all to me. Like he didn't die of drowning or 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 uh, uh, dehydration. Because nope. he was in for, for two weeks, or being crushed. Although we don't know, body. he was there. For, he didn't. He wasn't found for two weeks. We don't know when he died exactly. But yeah, like he died of fucking bronchitis. Yeah, that's what they. Yeah, that's what I said. I, I, I'm I'm throwing my hands up, Josh. Yeah, the lesson learned here hey, is we don't. Josh, know. I wash my hands of it. <laughs> we don't know how to help anybody in this situation. I'm done. <laughs> Either watch over your shoulder for people beating the shit out of you. Don't let them know where you live, or watch out for your own sister. Or uh, we don't know. We don't know on this one. Don't move furniture around. The lesson learned is anything you can think of, your imagination. The lesson learned is Use your rest in peace, Ronald McClagish Martin. The most McClagish of all the Martins. Our next fight <laughs> is the Close Call. Close Call of the Week. It's titled Lost, but not the TV show. Okay. It happened in the Sahara Desert in 1994. And the headline is Wrong way, Prosperi goes the wrong way. Okay. In 1994, during the legendary Marathon de Sables, which is known as the toughest foot race on earth, 
the Italian-born athlete Madro Prosperi Martin <laughs> got lost. The course was 230 kilometers or 142 miles long through the Moroccan Sahara Desert. Okay. So while running the race, a storm came upon Prosperi Martin, and he became confused and began running in the wrong direction, earning the nickname Wrong, wrong Way Prosperi Martin. While lost at this point in walking, Prosperi Martin said that he occasionally drank his own urine to avoid drying out completely. This hey. reminds me of the story of the girl who was stuck in the desert, who fell into the hole, broke her leg or whatever. Mm-hmm. She had to drink her own. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. Remember? I remember that. And she was thick. Hey, well. That urine was thick. Ugh, um, but you got to do what you got to do. Oh, yeah. You definitely do what you got to so, do. So, Mob, keep that in mind. If you're ever in that situation, yeah. you, you're you going to have to drink your own piss. And that's a lesson learned right smack in the dab in the middle of the story, baby. Mm-hmm. That's a bonus lesson. Bonus lesson. The sportsman became so desperate that he wanted to kill himself in order to find a less cruel death than dying of thirst. But when he cut his own wrist, the cuts were healed immediately by how thick his fucking blood was. Wow. So just just know that That's your blood becomes thick. Thick. Your urine's thick. T H I C C C to three C. Oh fuck. Yep. Nine days after Prosperity Martin went off course, he was about 200 kilometers or 124 miles from the marathon route. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, he didn't run in the direction of the start. Like, he ran no. it completely He ran across the continent. Fucking direction. <laughs> he wound up in South Africa. Oh, yeah. So, have my notes say, which means he ran almost the length of a whole race in the wrong direction. He was found by Algerian nomads, which is kind of cool. That is cool. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing yeah, out here? Yeah. He lost about 15 kilograms or 33 pounds during this period. 33 pounds. And how long was this? Like a... Nine days. Nine days. Nine days. It is pretty cool you get to meet uh, Algerian nomads. When does that ever happen? And you get to lose a bunch of weight. So Yeah, that is a hell of a diet plan. Ooh, which brings us to a segment I like to call, Want to Lose Weight? Well, boy, do I have the program for you. Questions. You fat as fuck? You cold? Blood not thick Th- enough? Th- your blood not thick enough? <laughs> How about you got too much water in your body? Well, that all stops today. Hi, I'm Josh from Macabre Reality, true stories of everyday weight loss. And with my new weight loss plan called, Run 124 Miles in the Desert in the Wrong Direction. Ooh. It's easy to lose weight and easy to say. Ah. All you have to do is get lost in the desert for nine days. Only nine days? Only nine days. You would not recognize yourself after day nine, mostly due to brain damage from dehydration. But how about that weight loss? Call now or visit www.1124milesinthedesertinthewrongdirection.com to learn more now. Thank you. Call today. Call today. The lesson learned is take a compass, motherfucker. Yeah. Take a compass. Compass player. Compass player. Um, yeah. Uh, follow the signs. Don't they have signs on these on these things? Yeah. What happened was he got he got caught in a sandstorm mm-hmm. and just kept running instead of yeah. staying put. Which yeah, is okay. a mistake. That's that's where he went wrong. If you get caught in a sandstorm, you gotta stay put. You gotta hunker down. You gotta hunker. You gotta hunker down. You got to hunker down, but do not lay on the ground because literally mounds of sand could lay on you. So what do you got to like kneel down? I mean, you got to cover your face up. You got to cover your face. And I would just maybe stay in there if you can stand it. 
Okay. But hitting sand hitting you is not very nice. No. no. It'll like strip paint off cars and stuff. Yeah. And like flesh off your Yeah, it'll like make glass and stuff, dude. Yeah. Sand's crazy. Yeah, Sounds they, you know crazy. there are um there are planets like in the universe like not in our solar system but like in others that like they've got like glass storms blowing inside them like at like incredibly high speeds like, yeah, all cool. the time. Isn't that fucking crazy? That's cool. And I, I feel like they just found like the, if if you got transported there, it would just like shred you, like it like fucking just absolutely disintegrate you. That'd be, that'd be pretty crazy. Yeah. Death by a thousand cuts of glass. Yeah, in a Did, glass storm. Yeah. Did you ever see oh, um, Event Horizon? Yeah, that movie's yeah. fucking awesome. It, it is. It makes me think of that. Like I like space and horror. That's a good. Yeah. Um, it's a good cross section. Yeah, it's really scary because you don't, you don't know what could be in space. We need to do a, a Patreon extra about. We need to just do a, a discussion on space horror movies. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll do that. And you can check that out on our Patreon when it exists. Yeah. <laughs> the space horror episode, not the Patreon. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Patreon yeah. does exist. Um, do you know they just found glass spheres on the moon? I think was it moon or maybe Mars? It's probably Mars, but no, I, did, I had not heard pretty wild yeah just perfectly glass perfect spheres spheres of glass yep so how do you think that happened aliens that's what i'm saying i'm not saying it's aliens but but it's it's aliens aliens. it's aliens okay all right well that concludes today's stories but brings us to macabre contradictions a nice uplifting story a palate cleanser for the mind body and soul matt Give them some more. So, you know, like um, how sometimes death just reaches out and grabs us for no reason at all. Well, sometimes death gives us a pat on the back. (laughs) It just says good job or you're doing well and I'll be back later. (laughs) It says, there you go, mate. Sometimes unexpectedly good things happen to us in life. Yes. Yes. And on that day, I won't want to say I told you so. Michael Caine from Batman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. All right. I did tell you to give him more. I liked it. Right. Okay. Hey, you want more? I'll give you more. Yeah, we, we, we found out. Today's contradiction is titled, Not You or I, but We Crane. God. Mm. Happened March 2nd and 3rd all around the world. Headline is Airbnb rental skyrocket in the Ukraine. From March 2nd to March 3rd, people from around the world booked 61,000 nights in the Ukraine cities via Airbnb, likely never planning to check in or reschedule. It's part of a creative social media campaign to channel funds into besieged cities where something like aid drops or supply trucks cannot reach. And it has seen $1.9 million raise for Ukrainians okay. in just those 48 hours. That's cool. I was thinking it was people that were wanting to go there to fight. So they needed a place to stay. Oh, no. Then <laughs> nope. Nope, nope, nope. They're just, so they're booking them. It's just a means of channeling funds into mm-hmm. Ukraine. Yeah, to yeah. help to help people who need it, obviously. Right. So people are cool sometimes. And, air, and good for Airbnb for, you know. Mm-hmm. In, the U, in the Ukrainian capital of Kiev, Resident and Airbnb or renter Vladimir, Vladimir, who Bondarenko, yes, Smith, Martin, Martin, 
Who the fuck is Smith? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Smith. Vol- Vladimir. Vladimir is spelled weird, though. You yeah. got to admit that. Okay, yeah, it thank is. Bontorinko Martin. Yeah. Had 10 people book into his room in a single day. He, he says, quote, this was surprising. It's very supportive at the moment. 36-year-old Bontorinko Martin told CNN on early Friday. I told many of my relatives and friends that I plan to use this money to help out our people who need it at this time, end quote. Mm-hmm. Very nice. That is nice. In addition to all that, Airbnb said it is offering temporary housing in neighboring countries to up to 100,000 Ukrainians who are fleeing. It is also waiving guests and host fees in the country to support individuals donating. So, well, that is nice. Yeah. Way to go, Airbnb. Yeah. Way to go. You're a hero, buddy. The world, you're a hero, buddies. Yeah, the world, the whole world, you're a hero, buddies. Good for, good, for, good for that. I like that. Un todo mundo. What does that mean? The whole world. Oh. I think. Okay. But Sick. yeah, that's that's cool. Um, although it does kind of highlight a really shitty thing that's happening. Yeah, well, that's possibly kind of, right now, possibly a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, it's over by the time you hear this. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I would say it like that. Um, <laughs> hopefully, Ukraine prevails. Yeah. Uh, but uh, hopefully, um, this is over by the time you hear this. <laughs> hopefully, it's all over by the time you hear this. Uh, and I'll uh, leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it there. Said. And that will do it for this episode of Macabre Reality Bites. You did this to yourself, part two. B7 the Martin. Martin edition. Thank you to all the mobsters out there. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Email or message us about absolutely anything. Anything at all. You want some advice? I've been told that I could give um, advice. It's not here nor there. It's just advice. And I can do that for you. Just email us at macabpod1 at gmail.com. And let, I got you. And, and that's M-A-C-A-B-R-E-P-O-D. One. The, one, number, the one. number one. At gmail.com. At gmail.com. Follow us at social media at macabpod1. Um, we do have a Patreon, as Matt mentioned earlier, with unedited episodes, and you'll get to see, uh, you know, or actually you'll get to hear, rather, what we sound like when we don't edit shit, and it's um, interesting. It is very interesting. Right. Um, so, like, if, enjoy that. Like, if you heard this, you're like, <laughs> I want to hear a worse version of this. Yeah. I want to hear a longer, then, then please go on our Patreon. <laughs> it's all on there. Everything's on there. How many how many times we've seen bodies in the wild? Mm-hmm. How Matt and I met. Talk about wrestling. Talk about pop culture and all kinds of other shit. I was a musician at one point. I think I still am, but who knows? We can talk about that. Fuck mm-hmm. it. Just email us. Whatever you want to talk about. Go to our Patreon. We got some free shit on there. And we got some other shit on there you can pay for. Everything. Everything's commercial free. All the time. Oh, man. Now I'm rambling. Mm-hmm. A right, little, any, bit. little bit. Yeah. Anything else you want to add, though? Yeah, so we had a lot of stories today uh-huh. of You're people right. uh, hurting themselves in various ways. So um, what I want to add is be kind to yourself, mobsters. Be good to yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Have spa day. Yeah. Um, get your exercise in. You oh. got to run around. You got to run around. Just like kids have to run around, you still got to run around. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I need to start that. I do hear you, and I'm going to start. And maybe, maybe cut back on the fried foods. Maybe cut back on the sugar. Is that... I feel attacked right now. No, no, no. I'm not talking about... Uh, I'm talking to everybody. I'm talking just general good advice. 
on how to treat yourself well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. But you kind of are so, looking at right at me though. Well, I mean, I'm raising. not. I'm not saying you. But you're kind and of I'm point, not like pointing at you pointing at right me. now <laughs> and not mouthing that I am talking about <laughs> you because I'm not talking about uh, you specifically. Okay. Look at me. Huh. I'm not talking about you. Oh, okay. You specifically. Talking I'm talking to everybody. Um, so yeah, mobsters, be good to yourselves. Oh, yeah. And, um, okay. And so for the council, I am Josh. Thank you all, mobsters. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Stay safe out there and be careful not to find yourself in your own macabre. Goodbye.